turn away from is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, happy Friday. Congratulations on making it all the way to the weekend. Hopefully you're at least halfway through your workday. Hopefully you got a big, big weekend ahead. Maybe even one where coming up in a couple of days, it'll be warm enough to leave the house. We'll see. If not, if not, this is not the worst weekend in the world to have to hunker down in front of the TV. And we'll go through some of this sports slate, of course. Coming up here over the course of the next couple of hours, it's the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We are all over your radio dial and of course also coming at you loud and clear at 95.3 the ticket.com there's an app for that it is called the eab media group app so if you need to take us with you wherever you may go uh very easy get that downloaded to your smartphone search for the ticket logo it's right there on the front page and uh, click listen live. You're going to be all set. If you want to shout at us today, a lot of open phone lines today on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 870-930-3776. Quick reminder, and we'll go through this again later, because sometimes we do actually like to be informative, but you need to start dialing the area code as of today, or that phone call is not going to go through. So we get 870-930-3776. On the right fiber hotline. Uh, you can reach out on social. No area code required there. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. And the hashtag for today's KavanaughCars.com question. And every day's KavanaughCars.com question. Assuming I remember to post it is WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I am joining studio today. Like so many other days. Mm-hmm. By producer Ryan James. Yep. Yep. Going to be here Friday. Friday. Excited for it. It's always so. What is your actual weekend? Sunday? Uh, well, you know, tonight actually, I don't really have a game, so weekend will start here. But then, of course, a state hoops tomorrow, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, obviously, but Sunday as well. Yeah, okay. no, no right. kind of games on Sunday. So. All right, glad you get uh, some solid weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Sunday, it is going to be all the way up to thirty degrees. So, a, a, a you know, a warm summer breeze <laughs> yeah. in comparison to this week. Yeah, so maybe you can get out and about. Yeah, you know, get caught up on yeah. the yard work. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, uh, yeah. no, probably not that. Yeah, yeah I'm just kidding. I'm kidding about that. But at least, you know, if you do need to leave your house and run an errand on Sunday, it's not going to be quite better time as bitterly cold as uh, as this today and tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, some some kind of moving parts here on the the EAB Sports Network in terms of of cancellations and and things like that. And I'm not going to go through the full Northeast Arkansas slate because there are more changes than I can possibly mention. But I I do believe, to the best of my knowledge, Nettleton Hoops is a go tonight on Bob FM. I believe uh, Valley View Hoops all all, all set there on KBTM. 
Uh, so all good on that. Uh, we do have some changes in terms of the Jonesboro High School schedule. They're not playing tonight. Uh, that game has been postponed. Haven't seen a makeup date yet, but a no-go on that. And also uh, tonight we are not going to have any Brooklyn hoops for you on KISS FM. They play almost every single day next week, whether it's a boys game or a girls game, due to the cancellations this week. So, again, just uh, for those of you that that keep tabs on our local teams, I know these uh, coaches have done a great job of updating on social media. So you can, of course, find your team's schedules there. And also for all of the adjustments in Northeast Arkansas, Chris Hutchinson has a great update on the KIT8 website uh, where he's got all of that information for you. But again, in terms of our EAB stations, yes for Nettleton, yes for Valley View tonight, no for Jonesboro, no for Brooklyn. Let's get into some other headlines here, and then we will throw out the KavanaughCars.com question. Of course, it's going to be a busy weekend of Arkansas State basketball as the Red Wolves continuing their road trips. And both the men's and women's teams are in San Marcos taking on Texas State. The A-State men going to look to pick up their second win this season over the Bobcats. Red Wolves won the previous matchup between the two teams by the final score of 85-82 on January 11th in Jonesboro. Tomorrow's game time set for 4:15 on 107.9 K-Fine. Meanwhile, the A-State women's team going to be looking to secure back-to-back road wins after Wednesday's victory at South Alabama. That game time on Saturday is at 2 on the Ticket Radio Network right here for you. Also on Saturday, Arkansas men's basketball continues its homestand at Bud Walton Arena against South Carolina with tip-off at noon. Additionally, the Memphis Grizzlies play at the Chicago Bulls. That game is going to tip off uh, tomorrow at 7, so uh, we'll be able to have coverage of that one for you here on the ticket. So a lot of hoops here on the ticket tomorrow. Going to be a busy day and exciting day for that. A lot of stuff going on just in in general. And so for today's KavanaughCars.com question, we're just going to keep it nice and simple heading into the weekend. What are you most looking forward to watching this weekend? Of course, uh, just to make it as easy as possible on Twitter, we set it up as a poll. Uh, so you've got the options of college hoops, the NBA, the NFL, or, of course, the always all-encompassing other, in which we will ask you to comment uh, with, your, with what you're watching, uh, if, you would, if you would like to take the extra time to type it in, which is, which is fine. Uh, Kendall was the very first one to chime in on social media. He's ready to see A-State hoops tomorrow, and I can't blame him. I'm looking forward to those games as well, and, of course, we'll go through the previews today. We'll hit up the men's preview actually coming up in this next segment in the noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. And then uh, we'll check in on the A-State women coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. And, of course, we'll get you ready for playoffs and other things coming up today as well. I'm uh, Again, th- there are worse weekends to be kind of stuck in the house because it's it's super-duper cold. Uh, no matter what you want to watch this weekend, uh, you're going to have time to do it. Certainly not going to be out there trying to do any yard work or anything like that, but uh, we've got a, a quartet of NFL playoff games. That might be the first time I've said quartet ever in the seven years of this program. But four games coming up this weekend uh, in the NFL. And I don't necessarily have a rooting interest in in any of these games. You know, when it gets to... Usually when it gets to the playoffs, I just hope that both teams have fun. And more than that, I hope I have fun because I hope I get to watch some competitive and closely contested games. But the slate is going to get underway tomorrow. 
with uh, in the AFC, that's that's up first. It's going to be the four seed Houston Texans at the one seed Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens, of course, put together a pretty awesome season. They were really good on the ground. Uh, they were good defensively in terms of sacks, and uh, of course, they've got a little bit of extra rest coming into the weekend. That one is tomorrow at three thirty tomorrow night. The action will shift to the NFC, where the only team to pull off an upset in the wildcard round, the Green Bay Packers, will be playing at San Francisco. 7-15 kickoff there. Of course, the Packers just dismantled the, the Cowboys. That game wasn't even worth watching. Like, I watched, I watched Miss America that night because the women on the stage were, were more competitive than the Cowboys were. But, obviously, uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys, there's a pretty big degree of difficulty that changes there for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, but that one gets underway at 7.15. Of course, uh, the 49ers were, were off last week um, after, after securing the number one seed. When we look ahead to Sunday, coming up this weekend, we've got Chiefs at Bills at, uh, at 5.30. And, of course, that's actually the night game, so I'm skipping one here. But... I, I guess you all were probably aware of this, and I'm sure it's something that I've read before and just kind of forgot about, but it still caught me a little bit off guard that Patrick Mahomes has never started a true road game in the playoffs until until now. Of course, he's been at neutral sites in, in the Super Bowl, but that caught me a little bit by surprise. Playing at Buffalo is going to be a little bit different. And then uh, the Sunday slate is going to start off with the Buccaneers versus my take on this year's America's team, the Detroit Lions, coming off their first playoff win since 1992. So that one will get the day started Sunday at 2 p.m. So some great storylines with all four of these games. I'll tell you where I do have a little bit of a rooting interest with some of these as we go along today. But uh, but up first, before we dive into any more significant NFL talk. We're going to talk some Arkansas State basketball. The men's team is on the road trying to pick up that first conference road win of the season, trying to claim another win over Texas State. And we'll tell you the key storylines for tomorrow's game when we come back. But we do need to step aside for our first break of the day in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4 at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisade, Georgia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tipway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and go to Poinsett Turf Grass. 
Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities, and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Be a part of success. Be a part of Nibco. Nibco in Blytheville is a recognized leader in the flow control products industry. Nibco attributes its continued success to its people. Now you have the opportunity to become a part of that success. Nibco has several positions available. Machine shop, electricians, mechanics, and tool room machinists. First and second shift available. Get a tremendous sign-on bonus after 90 days. Receive benefits and paid time off. Nibco also has a 401k with company match and a great incentive bonus plan. Nibco provides more than just engaging and interactive jobs. They provide a way of life that encourages and support success. Work for a company that works to get you where you want to be. Be a part of the successful team at Nibco. Apply at www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. Nibco is an equal opportunity employer. Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tents tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments, 870-933-TENT, 870-933-TINT. Tent your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jones. Supertense uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Supertense is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Supertense, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. I'm going to find them off. A seven nation army couldn't know me back. They're going to rip Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Settled in here in this noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. And by the way, your home may be worth more than you think. Visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. Our question for you today, an easy one, just what are you most looking forward to watching 
this weekend. I'm certainly going to have my eye on some Arkansas State men's basketball and women's basketball at Texas State, but we'll dive into the men's conversation first. This is kind of, today's show has a deja vu feeling to it, to me, uh, because <laughs> Arkansas State just played these teams nine days ago. Eight days ago, excuse me. It was a day off here. So you got nine total days b- between the games. So I, I I guess I wish I still had the notes from Thursday, January the 11th on the Bobcats because I could just kind of, you know, cut and paste, uh, repeat a little bit. Uh, but that's not what we're going to do today. And of course, a couple of things have changed since the last time these two teams met, which was, again, the Thursday before last in Jonesboro. Before we, you know, dive into uh, what's going to have to happen tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow afternoon for the Red Wolves to come out uh, with a win, I thought we would, you know, quickly flash back and look at that game and what some of the key storylines were when these teams met at First National Bank Arena. And again, that was just back on January the 11th. So not that long ago at all. And it was an 85-82 winner. Uh, in that game, there were a couple of things that were that were key about it. You know, on the Texas State side of things, uh, they started strong in the first half. They had a first half lead, actually by one point, because their big guy, Brandon Love, just went out and was so, so good in the first half. In fact, in the first half, he had 19 points and uh, was 9-10 from the floor. I was incredibly concerned about what Arkansas State was going to do in the second half to be able to shut him down because he just, he just dominated. And then the second half happened. He did not score a single point and only had two field goal attempts in the second half. Zero points, three fouls, three turnovers. So Arkansas State did a phenomenal job of adjusting on him. Uh, The reason the game was so close uh, for A-State and Texas State in that meeting is because once you got to the end of that game, you know, A-State was doing a good job of getting to the line and actually hit a lot of their free throws in that game down the stretch, if I recall correctly. Uh, well, I'll look at the numbers here in a second because actually I don't recall cor- correctly exactly what A-State was able to do at the stripe in that game. I-, I know they had a lot of success in that one. But, you know, A-State was getting to the stripe, making a lot of their free throws, but but Texas State was hitting these ridiculous threes. Uh, there were a couple times even with, like, hands in the face uh, Texas State was able to get these threes, but ultimately it went the Red Wolves' way because with just a couple of seconds left, Caleb, St- Caleb Fields had a steal uh, that secured the victory for the Red Wolves. And for the Red Wolves, I mean, Caleb Fields was the story. Uh, he put up a career-high 35-point performance. He also had 10 assists. He also, also had six steals. The points were a career-high. The steals were a career-high. He was 16-20 at the stripe. And then in that game, additionally, he was the first player since 2010. Or maybe the second player since 2010. Not very many to put up a 35-point, 10-assist, 6-steal night. We don't see stat lines like that very often. We really don't see him in Jonesboro ever. But that's what Caleb Fields went out and did. And it was also a historically significant night for him because he passed Carl Archer to become second all-time trailing just Chico Fletcher in career assists. So just a monster night for for Fields. Uh, He had a lot of help. You know, Darian Ford finished in double digits. Uh, DeAndre Dominguez was perfect from the floor. He finished in double double digits. And uh, Isaiah Nelson had his first career double-double. So there were so many positive storylines for the Red Wolves in that game. 
And that is what helped A-State to the win. If the Red Wolves play like that again tonight, you know, 8-18 from 3, Caleb Fields doing whatever he wants to do. And I keep saying tonight, again, apologies that that game's tomorrow. Uh, but uh, A-State can absolutely go out and win and pick up their first Sunbelt Conference road game. But obviously, look, Texas State is going to make some adjustments. I don't think they're going to let Caleb Fields go out and, and beat them again. And in that game, kind of what happened is, is you know, Texas State, for a lot of that game, did a really good job of defending the perimeter. They especially did a good job on defending Avery Feltz. So that was clearly Texas State's focus. They wanted to not let Arkansas State get the easy threes because A-State is just so phenomenal uh, from three at home, especially. So they took that away. So what happened, that meant that over and over, you had some some space there in the lane for, for Caleb Fields to drive and to drive and to drive and to drive again. And he drew so many fouls. And again, was 16 to 20 at the stripe. So again, that was just a good performance there overall. Obviously, they're, they're going to adjust. You know, they're going to, I don't know if, you can't, you can't let the same team beat you the same way twice. So I don't know exactly what their defensive game plan is going to look like. Uh, in this one tomorrow, but but I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Caleb Fields is probably not going to put up another 35 points. It would be a whole lot of fun to watch if he does, but I don't think that's going to happen this time around. There are things, obviously, in this game that A-State can do better uh, tomorrow than they did in the previous matchup. You know, you still want to see defensive improvement from this A-State team. Texas State shot at uh, 52%. From the floor in that game. And it, it, and those those numbers need to go down. You know, you allow your opponent to make 50% of their shots. A lot of times that opponent is going to win. But A-State, again, was a little bit better and made 58% of their shots. But, uh, again, that number needs to come down. And also, you know, I'm going to bring this up every game until I see it start, report, start improving. A-State has got to do a better job of forcing turnovers. It's my one... It's my one kind of beef with with this year's team because you look at this year's team and there are some things like like the rebounding and and defense in the post that's kind of a roster thing and while there are things you can do to to make it a little bit better things you can do to kind of mitigate what what the opponent is doing at the end of the day you just kind of need some different bodies in there it it just is what it is um, there's only so much you can you can kind of mask that deficiency. I, I don't really know why this team is struggling to force turnovers. Uh, right now, there are, I don't know where A-State ranks nationally in turnovers forced, but there are 351 teams in men's college basketball, and I'm guessing A-State is at least in the, the 320s in its rankings. It's a number where the Red Wolves can improve, and again, and until they do, I'm going to continue to bring that up and bring that up and bring that up. Now, they did, again, have a decent number of steals against Against Texas State, so maybe that is something that can be repeated there, is ultimately, you know, 10 steals uh, back when the teams played in Jonesboro, six of those by Caleb Fields. As always, you know, personnel continues to be a storyline with Arkansas State, and I don't know what personnel looks like for tomorrow's game. Again, you flash back to last Saturday, and Freddie Hicks was on the court for the Red Wolves, which was great to see. He hadn't played at all 
in Sunbelt Conference play at that point. You know, his last game for the Red Wolves had been uh, at, at, at Belmont, which was like December the 20th, somewhere in that window. So it had been a while since we had seen him on the court. In fact, uh, three weeks or so. Well, he played in that Louisiana game, and then we did not see him Wednesday night against Southern Miss. So I'm curious, you know, what, what the status is there for Hicks. Uh, Terrence Ford continues to be week to week. I don't know what that necessarily means in regards to to tomorrow's game. Uh, because of the different slate this week, uh, with the Red Wolves playing Wednesday, Saturday, as opposed to Thursday, Saturday, obviously it changed travel plans. And so because of that, we didn't have any Zooms with the coaches this week, which, hey, Brian Hodgson, Destiny Rogers have been great about that and being available for media. But again, just with the travel this week, it, it wasn't uh, something they could do. So we didn't get to check in on, you know, to have our have our weekly health update uh, with Coach Brian Hodgson. Now, now while it would it would be awesome to see either one of those guys back, ultimately, you know, at this point in time, A State has has kind of gotten used to to being without them. So so you if if they play great, if they don't play, okay, that's that's okay too. But there's a significant storyline going on right now with Texas State that that could really impact tomorrow's game. Their big guy. Brandon Love, who again, uh, we talked about what he did in this first meeting against the Red Wolves. 19 points in the first half before A-State made some adjustments and shut him down in the second. He did not play earlier this week when the Bobcats lost to Louisiana. And I listened to head coach Terrence Johnson's post game uh, after that loss. And he didn't specify what exactly Brandon Love is dealing with. You know, I didn't, he didn't even throw out like a hockey term. So I don't know if maybe he'd already had that conversation with the media so he didn't go back over it. So I don't know if Brandon Love is dealing with upper body or lower body or arm, leg, ankle, head, what. But he did say that, that whatever his issue is, it is a pain tolerance issue for Brandon Love. So... If he's not look, if he's not out there, Arkansas State is winning this game. I that that's just it. In my mind, A State should win and win handily. Period. Anything else, and I I would be disappointed. Texas State statistically, they're not necessarily great at at anything this year, except rebounding, where they lead the. Sunbelt Sun in, in defensive rebounds, and, and Brandon Love is a big part of that. So you take him away, and all of a sudden, uh, I, look, I believe A-State can win this game with him in the lineup because they won a game in Jonesboro with him in the lineup, but you take him out of that li- lineup, and, and A-State, A-State needs to be able to get this win and win its first Sunbelt game on the road this season. And look, I just... A road win would would be so huge for this team and and would continue to show additional progress. Again, this team is a lot better than it was last year, but, you know, the record hasn't caught up to that yet. And again, that's a strength of schedule thing. But we want to see more wins than fewer wins, right? So the record hasn't quite caught up with that and being able to show the proof there. And then additionally, this team just kind of needs to to get over the, the the road hump. There has been a road win this season, but just one true road win, and that was at Louisville. Other than that, this this team has struggled when it's been out and about, and in fact, on the road right now, one and eight. So, 
you feel like if they're able to to get this one on the road, you know, it's just it's just a mental boost. It's just a confidence boost, and I I, I would enjoy it. I mean, how's how's that? <laughs> it would it would be important to me. <laughs> uh, this one though, again, winnable already. Must win if Brandon Love is not playing, and it'll tip off at four fifteen. Actually, I, I bet anything it's not going to tip off quite that early. It's the second game of a doubleheader. The women's game is at 2. So the way that works is the men's game will start 30 minutes after the conclusion of the women's game. So uh, regardless, pregame coverage is probably going to start for you about 345 on 107.9 Fine, But I would guess that tip-off is probably going to be closer to that 430 window. For these two teams. A-State of course is trying to snap a two-game skid. And prevent an actual losing streak. Meanwhile Texas State has lost four out of its last five. And only has one win so far in 2024. It was on the road against ULM. I'm looking forward to what else might happen. (laughs) In this one tomorrow, because, of course, if you go back to the last time A-State played a doubleheader against Texas State, that was when we saw, as already mentioned, that 35-point performance from Caleb Fields, but we also saw a 33-point performance from Izzy Higginbottom. So, again, it was the first time since December of 1988 that we saw an A-State women's basketball player score 30-plus and a men's basketball player scored 35-plus on the same day. And again, I know Texas State, the women and the men, will be focused on not letting those particular players beat them. But you never know. You never know. Crazy things could happen, right? Uh, let's look around the Sun Belt here. Because, of course, a handful of games in the league last night. And checking in on scores from Thursday. Old Dominion with a big win over Marshall. 91-66, the final score there. That one was played at ODU. Uh, In fact, all the home teams won last night. Georgia Southern in a nail-biter. 73-70 victory over Coastal Carolina. Another close win between South Alabama and Troy, but the Jaguars getting the victory there, 74-71. And James Madison winning big at home over ULM, 89-70. The final score in that one. So, of course, when you look at the standings, uh, the A-State goal is to continue to try and be in the top four. So they got a little bit of work to do this weekend. Troy and App are both sitting at 5-1 atop the conference. Followed by Southern Miss, JMU, Georgia State, and Marshall at 4-2. and two. Cajuns, A-State, South Down, Georgia Southern all at 3-3. Three and three. Coastal at 2-4. and four. Texas State and Old Dominion at 1-5. ULM bringing up the rear and still winless in conference play. In fact, they've lost their last nine in a row. So that is what the league looks like heading into conference play. One other basketball note here before we completely go in a different direction. And... I saw this yesterday from A-State Athletics, and, and I want to point it out because I think it's, I think it's a good idea, and I, I hope that, that it gets some traction. So yesterday on social media, and I think I saw this on Facebook, I think I saw this on Instagram, I obviously saw it on Twitter since that's where I spend half my waking moments, but uh, from Arkansas State Athletics, a tweet yesterday that said, quote, we hope 
All you Arkansas State students enjoyed this little unplanned break. Now we need you to make a planned trip to the front of the student section for a home basketball game. End quote. Now, and then they also have a, a link to sign their organ to sign uh, the and uh, a student's organization up. That was really hard to to spit out. So what they're doing is they're looking for leaders of the pack. So student organizations to sign up as leaders of the pack at home basketball games. <laughs> student attendance at, at these games is interesting. On the one hand, I feel like, you know, you've got a, a few groups of, of students that are there every game. They show up. They're loud. They stay from beginning to end. They're invested in the game. Awesome. But you also have events like what we saw last week where you had you had student night and you had a spirit award that was given out at the half and then everybody left and it was just so disappointing and I don't want to continually harp on that you know negatively because you have some great student support that that do come out and 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 cheer loud but but I'll I'll flash back to Wednesday night's A-State game at Southern Miss they had that was their spirit night so the, the equivalent of what, what A-State does when they do Howl on the Hardwood. Except at the end of that game, every single one of their students was still there. And when you've got a game that's decided by three points, you know, you know that made a difference. So tip, tip of the cap to the, to the Southern Miss students Wednesday night. And again, tip of the cap to the student organizations that do come out to First National Bank Arena. But I hope there are more as the season continues to go along because I think there's some fun basketball that's happening right now for Arkansas State. Uh, let's go to break. A little overdue for one here in this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Uh, we'll come back and let's dive into some playoff talk. Excited for the slate this weekend. That's on the way next here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. March corn at 4.46 and a half, up two and a half. May up two at 4.57. March soybeans at 12.15 and three quarters, up two and a quarter. May up one and a quarter at 12.25 and a half. March wheat at 5.95, up nine and a half. May up eight and a half at 6.05 and a quarter. March cotton at 84.02, up 151. May up 156 at 84.95. And March rice at 17.63, up three. May unchanged at 1788. In the livestock complex, February live cattle at 174.48, down 35. April down 23 at 177.43. January feeder cattle at 230.25, down 68, with March down 30 at 232.25. And February lean hogs at 70.68, down 43. April down 25 at 78.20. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. Join ag economic experts with the Friar Price Risk Management Center for a deep dive into strategies for farming success in Newport on February the 1st at 8.30 a.m. Explore grain marketing, use of crop enterprise budgets to find break-even prices, and decision tools. It's all happening at the Corn and Grain Sorghum Producers Building at the Jackson County Extension Center in Newport on February the 1st. Pre-register now for $20. Late registration is $40 within seven days. Register online by searching Friar Farm Workshops 2024. And for more details, contact your county extension office. 
Have you signed up for the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro on February 1st? The event is free to attend and kicks off at 8 a.m. with four timely panel discussions, including federal policy and state legislative efforts, the importance of the Arkansas Rice Checkoff, and an in-depth conversation about rice varieties. A free lunch will be provided to registered attendees. Register online at ArkansasRice.org by January 26th. We'll see you at the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting February the 1st in Jonesboro. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. In the new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past a turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's It's our roads. It's our safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, this new hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. We'll get uh, back on the, we said we were going to talk playoffs here in just a moment, but there's some Arkansas State football news wanted to pass along. Uh, football Scoop is reporting that Coach Butch Jones has a vacancy on his staff to fill. Uh, the site, uh, which has, of course, long been known as, as a site uh, with, with really credible reporting, who covers coaches' um, comings and goings, uh, but says that linebackers coach John Shalala is leaving his post to work in private business but will remain connected to the game, sources tell Football Scoop. We're told the job has been filled. More to come. Uh, I've heard reports as well that Coach Shalala has left. Uh, he's updated his Twitter bio for those of you that like to look at social media. And I guess he founded a, you know, looking at, at his social media bio, he founded a, like a 
company that on its bio says, quote, a next gen coaches tool delivering an immediate competitive advantage while game planning, play calling and self scouting. So. He is going to go and work in private business. And that was Butch Jones, what, first or second hire when he was, when he got the job at, at Arkansas State. I think I th- Matt Wilson and John Shalala were hires number one and two. I can't remember which order was which. Uh, but, of course, uh, Shalala here since literally the day Jones stepped onto campus. But uh, it does not look like that is going to be a vacancy for long. As Football Scoop is reporting that South Alabama linebackers coach Will Windham is expected to take the job. Uh, this report came out 24 minutes ago, so this is a fairly new news. Uh, Windham has spent the last three seasons coaching linebackers at South Alabama. Prior to that, he spent three seasons coaching linebackers and safety at Kent State. He... Falls a little bit from the Kirby Smart coaching tree as he was a quality control coach on Smart's first two staffs at Georgia. From 2016 to 2017, he coached the D-line at Davidson in 2015 and then got his first start uh, as a graduate assistant at Penn State in Mississippi State. So again, Will Windham is the report there from Football Scoop that he will be A-State's incoming linebackers coach. Look, that's that's pivotal. That's pivotal this year. And look, not that there's not a position coach that's not, but when you look at that linebackers unit, you know, you've got your Mike coming back in Char Willikis, which is, which is huge. But you lose Javante Mackey. That was the one big portal departure. You lose some depth there with Gavin Potter. Uh, there's some other uncertainty with that unit. So that's, I don't want to say that's my biggest area of concern in 2024 with Arkansas State football. That's probably the secondary because you've lost Sammy Johnson, because you've lost Eddie Smith, because you've lost Leon Jones all to graduation. But I mean, it's just, you just, you need a few more bodies in there and you need that unit to continue to have, uh, continue to, to step forward. It was a very solid unit. In 2023, needs to be able to do that in 2024. I continue to maintain that in in 2024, I feel like this A-State offense can be so good that if the defense is just okay, that the Red Wolves are going to be able to win a lot of games. But again, the defense has to at least be okay. You can't have a huge drop-off there. So very crucial hire for Butch Jones. And we'll look more into that news being reported by Football Scoop. I will, uh, during the break, I'll retweet that article so you all can take a look through his bio as well. And then hopefully uh, when we come back, I say hopefully, like I'm not in control of the topics here. We'll we'll check in on, on what's coming up this weekend in the AFC when we return here in this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Keep it with us on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network.
African, this is Above the Noise. After 19 weeks of football, the divisional round is finally here. And with that being said, comes a unique matchup. Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers versus Jared Goff and the Lions. The two NFC foes are very similar. Both teams good in the trenches, elite at stopping the run, and have weapons that can dominate down the field. With all that being said, this game may come down to the two former number one overall picks, who aren't even on the same team they were originally drafted to. The Lions and Bucks both rank inside the top five in run defense, whereas the two teams' pass defenses rank inside the bottom six. That could put the ball in the hands of Goff and Mayfield, two quarterbacks who at one point have been written off. And with elite talent like Mike Evans, Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Godwin, and Sam Laporta, they're ready to go. This Sunday's divisional round could be a perfect coming-of-age story for one of these two quarterbacks. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you... An offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Patrick. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Patrick. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Tax season is here. We've all been there. Drowning in receipts, lost in complicated forms, and fearing the dreaded audit. But fear not. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services is here to rescue you from tax time fails. Our expert will navigate the maze of deductions and credits, ensuring you get every penny you deserve. With 30 years' experience, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services has seen it all. From malicious payroll services to precise general ledger reconciliation, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services ensures your financial ship sails smoothly. Located at 22 West Washington, call Jamie at 870-336. 7326. That's 336 7326. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. My family and I are forever grateful for the warmth and care Dirksen Hospice provided during our difficult time. The team felt like an extension of our family, always there with a comforting presence. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice, because you and your loved ones deserve the very best. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit heart.org sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. Um, hello? 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, what are you most looking forward to watching this weekend? College hoops, the NBA, the NFL, something else. That is today's KavanaughCars.com question. As we wrap up this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Obviously, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I think, the two screens set up, at least for tomorrow, because obviously I've got to have uh, a state hoops on, and that's gonna be from two to about six thirty, with that a state women's and men's doubleheader beginning at two. Men's game will tip off somewhere between four fifteen and four thirty. So I've got to be able to kind of keep an eye on on everything and Texans and Ravens is going to get underway at at 3.30 tomorrow. Um, I don't really, again, I don't have a strong rooting interest, honestly, in in any NFL team. I am a Saints fan for as long as Demario Davis (laughs) and and Blake Groupie are Saints. Um, I'm a Steelers fan a little bit because I love Mike Tomlin. But I'm also in the NFL when it comes when it gets to the playoffs. I'm a little bit of a bandwagoner, and and I'm not ashamed to admit that. And again, while I don't have a strong rooting interest because I'm really cheering for competitive games, I if I'm pulling for an upset, it's it's in the AFC. I love the storylines that center around D'Amico Ryan's and C.J. Stroud. Uh, just just everything I've seen from, from D'Amico Ryans, uh, it, it looks very clear as to why those Texans players uh, have played so well to him and responded so well to him. Uh, it's, it's just been such a complete transformation there. Part of it, you know, has to do with personnel. C.J. Stroud has been pretty incredible. Uh, this year and rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs have not typically done well but CJ Stroud might change that by the way no rookie quarterback has ever won more than two playoff games none have reached the Super Bowl but again, I so I, I really enjoy everything that's gone on with the Texans this year. And 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 look, personal bias, CJ Stroud was on my fantasy team. So obviously, if if you're like me, the players that are on your fantasy roster, you know, you keep a little bit of a closer eye on those guys, whether or not uh, they they play for teams where you typically have a rooting interest or not. So that's a little bit of, of why I've been following Stroud as closely as I have this season. Now, obviously. Uh, the Ravens are not going to go down without a fight. And there's a reason. They're the number one seed in in the playoffs. That's a really incredible team. Uh, They are so good on the ground. They are relentless in terms of pressure. I think they lead the NFL this year in sacks. Uh, So phenomenal in in that aspect. But there's an interesting storyline there. Anybody who has ever watched the Ravens play over the last few years knows about the greatness of Lamar Jackson. It's apparent in every single game and every single time he steps onto the field. But he hasn't had that success yet in the playoffs. And that's the one thing right now that's kind of missing from his NFL resume. He is... One and three 
in the postseason. That includes a stunning loss to Tennessee in 2019 when the Ravens, I mean, truly they were the Super Bowl favorite that year. They were 14-2 going into the playoffs. They were so good in the regular season, and that was such a disappointing loss. There was also a game against Buffalo in 2020 where the Ravens only put three points on the board. And yeah, in Buffalo, look, weather is a thing, and that was part of the factor of the game. But three points is not much, obviously. So this is what Lamar Jackson is up against. He's trying to shake that lack of success in the playoffs. Now he's probably got he, he's got a few more <laughs> years to continue to still make good on that. He's just twenty seven years old. But, you know, if, if he wants to have one of those legendary careers in the NFL, playoff success is always, always, always a part of those storylines. And right now he's not there yet. And again, uh, it certainly looks like there are, are the pieces there in Baltimore for them to be able to have that success this year. But I am, I'm looking forward to that game. That's Saturday at 3.30. Uh, also in, in the AFC, we got Chiefs at Bills Sunday at 5.30. And again, this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first true road playoff game. And if you follow the NFL closer than I do, again, I know you know that. But that caught me off guard. Uh, it's just wild that, that, to me, Mahomes has made 15 starts in the playoffs in his six years there as the Chiefs starter and... <laughs> And the Chiefs have been so good in the regular season for all of those years that they've always been one of the top two seeds, so they've never had to hit the road. But that is just absolutely wild. So that's going to be a little bit of a of a, a different thing there, heading to Buffalo. Now, I, I know they're shoveling snow in Buffalo again, but I don't I don't think I don't think it's going to be a blizzard type game coming up. On Sunday, I probably need to double-check the weather before I go all in on that. Of course, it's going to be cold in Buffalo, but uh, they certainly had a battle through that last week at Kansas City. That being said, they don't have heaters under the field in Buffalo, which is absolutely wild to me. They do in Kansas City. But that's kind of insane. No snow on Sunday, although there is an 85% chance of snow showers in Buffalo today, so uh, I'm sure coming up tomorrow there will be more crazy Bills fans shoveling out the Bills Stadium to get that one ready for game day. Again, Sunday at 5.30 is when that one will get underway. Uh, I continue to, to cheer on Mr. Travis Swift. I've enjoyed that storyline. I know a lot of you have not, but I'm going to enjoy it for however much longer it lasts, whether that's this weekend or the weekend after that or even all the way to the Super Bowl. It's a wrap for this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. We've still got quite a bit to dive into in the second hour of the program. We're actually going to start with a little bit of baseball news. The Cardinals have made a signing today. It is a familiar name. We will tell you more about it when we come back. Also, we'll dive into some A-State women's basketball talk right at the beginning of the 1 o'clock hour as well. But let's step aside. It's time for our halftime break. We'll be back after this for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. 
This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian Jim with Plans Tire Service and A-State Sports News. The women's tennis team opens up its spring schedule indoors this weekend as they take on Tennessee State at 4 this afternoon and Stephen of Austin at 4 tomorrow afternoon. Both matches at the Trim Gym on Ray Street. Admission is absolutely free. For the second straight weekend, the Red Wolves indoor track and field teams are in Nashville. They'll be taking part this weekend in the Vanderbilt Invitational today and tomorrow. In basketball, the Red Wolves and Texas State meet in Sunbelt doubleheader action in San Marcos tomorrow afternoon at Strand Coliseum. The women tip off at 2 o'clock, pregame at 1.30 here on the Ticket Radio Network. The men's game scheduled to begin at 4.15. The pregame coverage at 3.50 on 107.9 K-Fine and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. And 36 points from Jaron Jackson Jr. Not enough for the Grizzlies as Minnesota came from behind to win 118 to 103 last night at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plants Tire Service, and it's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Kick off the new year and a new ride from Kavanaugh Ford. Start the new year off right with up to $8,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 XLT. Or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2024 Ford Expedition or a new 2024 Ford Edge. Now up to $3,500 off MSRP. Plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee. Only at Kavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig, one, two, and five gig. All priced just right, only at Right Fiber. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana and vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. We asked seniors how to prevent Medicare scams. If you get a phone call, do not talk to the person. Never give out your Medicare number. They're going to get your number to put in a false claim. Just hang up. How do you detect Medicare fraud? Just like I check my credit card statements, I check my Medicare statements monthly. If you get your statement and you see something that you know you did not have done, you report it. Call the Senior Medicare Patrol. 
To report Medicare fraud, call 866-726-2916. This is KNEA K237FI, 95.3, and K245CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Making it through your Friday, all right. Kara Ritchie and Ryan James with you here on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Phone lines are going to be open this hour at 870-930-3776. On the Right Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. And again, another reminder from here on out, uh, you need to uh, dial the area code, not just on the Right Fiber Hotline, but any time you are making an 870 phone call. So we'll, we'll go through that PSA again at the end of the show. But uh, again, just get in the habit of that. Uh, a couple of things to follow up on that we mentioned prior to the break. One of those, we told you about a couple of reports from Football Scoop. Uh, Football Scoop reporting that A-State linebackers coach John Shalala has departed to work in private business and that Butch Jones would be hiring Will Windham from South Alabama to coach that same position to coach linebackers a state nation and publisher jeff reed has since confirmed this information and while i i trust football scoop but i really 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 trust jeff reed so if reed says that it's true uh so you can go ahead and uh, look up will windham online get to know him a little bit better and uh, again that is going to be arkansas state's new linebackers coach uh one other thing we mentioned prior to the break some cardinal baseball news and the Cardinals have signed Matt Carpenter to a one-year deal obviously that is a very familiar name (laughs) to the St. Louis faithful Uh, he agreed to a deal for the major league minimum uh, which is $740,000 obviously there were some great times for Carpenter in St. Louis but the last couple of years of his time with the organization were tough Uh, He struggled offensively. Uh, He was a three-time All-Star when things were going good. Finished in the top five of the MVP voting back in 2013, the year the Cardinals went to the World Series and one of the years they lost to the Boston Red Sox. But uh, again, 2020, 2021, not necessarily great offensively. Batted somewhere in the 170 area. And uh, the following year, 2022, had a short stint with the Yankees. Crushed it. He was unstoppable. And then he got hurt. Last year with Padres, a tough year, and did not play at all after September or so because of elbow inflammation. But we'll see. We'll see what Marp has still got left in the tank because he is, once again, a St. Louis Cardinal. So interesting stuff there. Today's KavanaughCars.com question, we are asking you, what are you most looking forward to watching this weekend? Is it college hoops? Is it the NBA is the NFL playoffs, is it something else? If it's something else, we would ask you to specify. Type it in on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. 
But obviously tomorrow I'm going to spend uh, my mid-afternoon watching Arkansas State basketball. We talked about the men's matchup with Texas State and some of the key storylines there. I uh, want to talk about that women's game. That's going to tip off at 2 o'clock tomorrow with your pregame coverage starting up at 1.30 right here on the Ticket Radio Network. This was a game when these two teams met eight days ago that Arkansas State won handily. Handily. It was a 73-48 to final. There were so many things in this game that Arkansas State did well. Uh, They started strong in the first quarter. They had, I guess, uh, not not a bad quarter in the second quarter of that game, but an even quarter where where A-State and and Texas State both scored 16 points. Then in the third quarter, A-State had about the best 10 minutes of basketball that I think the Red Wolves have played all season long. And... They outscored the Bobcats in that third quarter 21-7. to So then it was just a no-brainer that A-State was going to be able to win that game. And in fact, that final score may be closer than the actual game was because A-State went on a little bit of a scoring drought right at the end of it, and, and Texas State closed the game with a 6-0 run. So again, it was, just, it was just never in doubt after A-State caught fire a little bit in that third quarter. And there were so many. So many different things that A-State did well in that game. One of the things they did is is they never really let Texas State get any kind of momentum whatsoever in that game. Uh, Texas State's biggest run that evening was a 6-0 run. So, again, there's been a couple of times this season where A-State has given up just those momentum-changing runs to the opposition that just flat-out did not happen. When these teams met in Jonesboro. Additionally, you know, A-State won the battle on on the glass. Uh, they were plus six rebounding. Uh, they were able to score more points off of turnovers. Even though they turned it over more than Texas State. You know, they shot it better from three, 10 and 19. Which is just kind of ridiculous numbers. And uh, it was just a, it was just a fun one to watch uh, throughout. Also, one thing I loved about that game. The officiating crew called like no fouls. <laughs> Which was which was awesome. Just, you know, personal preference. I'm a little bit more of the let them play mindset as long as it's called consistently throughout. And in that game, there were only 15 total free throws attempted. So it was a game where, yeah, there were a handful of fouls called along the way. But it was not one of those games where where it just super disrupted the flow. So it was a good game. It was a fun game. And A-State won that game handily. Of course, one of the reasons they won was because Izzy Higginbottom went off. She put up 33 points in that game, and she just made it look so easy in that game. She was 13 of 15 from the floor. She was 4 of 4 from 3. She was 3 of 3 from the stripe, and she also had 5 assists. Just, she, <laughs> it was the Izzy show. And when she's on, she is just so, so much fun to watch. Uh, also, you know, the key thing about Arkansas State getting wins, again, is not necessarily whether or not Izzy goes off. It's if there is some supporting performances uh, to help out A-State. And there was. There were, Anna Griffin was in double digits that day. Malin Wilkerson was in double digits that day. So that's why Arkansas State was able to cruise to the win in the way that they were. Now, it wasn't perfect. Um, I have no doubt in my mind, and, and she said this in the post game. you know, that, that Coach Rogers was unhappy with the turnovers 
that A-State committed in that game. The Red Wolves turned it over 22 times. And that's certainly a glaring number and not one you want to see again. But since that game, those numbers have came down. And we mentioned this on Wednesday night when the Red Wolves were in South Alabama. I felt like they just did a great job in that game of valuing the basketball better than they had in pre- in previous games. You know, they didn't turn it over near as much. They forced a lot of Jaguar turnovers. And in addition to that, uh, they scored a lot of points off of those turnovers. So that should be the goal for this one. Just to do, you know, a lot of the same things that you did in this first meeting, but cut down the turnovers. And I think Arkansas State can go out and, and win this one again. Um I don't know if Izzy's going to have quite the same performance. And that's that's not to say she can't score 30-plus tomorrow because right now she's a threat to to put up 30 anytime she steps on the court. But 13 to 15 is is pretty salty <laughs> to go along with four or four from three. Uh, they uh, Clearly, Texas State cannot guard her. But... Um, but I, I, I don't know. You, you, that, those are, that's just a great performance right there. It will be interesting in this one to see if, you know, if there are more fouls called, if Izzy can get to the stripe a little bit more. Because uh, had to Mark Taylor, who sent over these numbers. She has been excellent this year at drawing fouls. Last season, in 29 games, Izzy Higginbottom attempted 112 free throws. Now, that's that's a decent number. She was 102 for 112, by the way. So that's a really good number. This year, in just 16 games, she's already had 108 free throw attempts. Again, last year, 112 in the whole season. This year, 108 through 16 games. So, I mean, that helps kind of paint a clearer picture of why she's she's hitting 30. Game in and game out. It's because she is doing such a good job at getting to the line and adding to her point total there. Higginbottom right now ranks third nationally in free throws made. Caitlin Clark is right behind her. Angel Reese is two spots above her. That's some pretty good company. And of course, that's that's kind of where Izzy is at this year. When you look at the scoring leaders in women's college basketball, she's in the top 10 with with some company that that are nationally known names. So again, she's she's just so fun to watch right now. And and the rest of the season is just going to continue to be amazing. And I look for her to have another performance, another strong performance tomorrow. Again, Texas State couldn't stop her the first time out. I don't think they're going to be able to stop her tomorrow. So just will there be enough help from that supporting cast? for the Red Wolves to be able to go out and, and get another road win. Back-to-back road wins would be would be pretty fun. That'd be that'd be a pretty good story to come back and talk about on Monday. Looking at some other Sunbelt notes as we go into the weekend for women's basketball. Let's look at this schedule and the standings as there were uh, only A-State and South Alabama. Those were the only two teams that uh, played women's hoops on Wednesday night, so everything else was last night. Uh, the most important game last night on the women's side of things in the Sun Belt was ODU at Marshall. Uh, Old Dominion came in with just one loss. Marshall was undefeated, and I think after last night's performance, it's pretty clear that the Marshall women are the front runner in the Sun Belt. Again, Top two teams in the conference standings, Marshall and ODU. Marshall beat ODU by 30 
That was a 90 to 60 final. It was not close. That is a score that definitely got my attention. Otherwise, uh, looking around, JMU able to get a home win over Georgia Southern, 72 to 51. App State, also a home winner over Coastal, 73-63. ULM, a road win. By the way, the ULM women significantly, significantly improved this year. They went out and got, I want to say, an Auburn transfer. They're they're a much tougher team than they've been in years past. But they went on the road at the Cajun Dome, 65-59. to Southern Miss, a home winner against Georgia State, 82-75. Troy, a road winner at Texas State, 92-85. So looking at the conference standings, Marshall sitting atop the standings. At 6-0. and oh. Then you've got James Madison and Troy. Both at 5-1. and one. ODU, ULM at 4-2. and two. A-State along with Georgia Southern, Georgia State, and App State are all even in conference play at 3-3. Three and three. Southern Miss and Louisiana are 2-4. and four. Texas State Coastal 1-6. South Alabama 0-6. Oh, so it should be, again, a fun weekend. Arkansas State basketball playing the doubleheader. At Texas State tomorrow. So again, a reminder on your start times. The women will get the party started at 2 o'clock right here on the Ticket Radio Network. That means Kate Carlton will have your pregame at 1.30. And then they list the men's start time at 4.15. Again, you got to have 30 minutes after the end of the women's game before the men's game can start. So if you're if you're sitting there hitting refresh on your ESPN Plus feed over and over and you can't find it, my guess is that game's going to start a little bit closer to 4:30. But regardless, uh, pregame coverage coming up on 107.9 K Fine, uh, 3:45, 4 o'clock, somewhere in that neighborhood. So uh, looking forward to that double dose of A State hoops at Texas State. Both of these games are winnable. I truly believe we can come back on Monday and talk about a couple of road wins for Arkansas State basketball. Looking for a moment at some other news and notes for Arkansas State Athletics. Uh, Everything is in full swing today, by the way. It's not quite spring sports, but you got got all the winter sports in action. Uh, Bowling is at it. They've already won a game or two today. You've got some indoor track and field action coming up this weekend. Tennis is playing. Thank goodness they are inside this weekend. Really interested in looking at those tennis scores when we come back next week because uh, they were able to bring in some mid-year signees to help boost that program and just some really, really good gets there for Coach Sujay Lama. So I'm ready to ready to read those recaps. I think that's going to be going to be interesting. Looking forward to see what they do in 2024. An A-State alumni note that I meant to mention yesterday, and shame on me for not doing so, but a big congratulations Day-State baseball alum Liam Hicks, because he has been given a non-roster spring training invite. Hang out with the Texas Rangers. Pitchers and catchers report in 25 days, and Liam Hicks is going to be there with, with the parent club. I don't know if there was a single player in the Arizona Fall League last fall that raised their stock higher than Hicks did. You flash back to what he was able to accomplish in the AFL. Uh, He led the league in batting average. He had a phenomenal on-base percentage. And, of course, he's still playing catcher. So you're talking about still a, a defensively demanding position. And Hicks played so well. So now, starting to see kind of the fruits of his labor. 
as he gets that spring training invite. And that is a big damn deal. So, so awesome there for Liam Hicks. And uh, can't wait to start seeing some, you know, some prospect rankings come out. He was not listed uh, anywhere last year. And I don't know if, if, you know, even though he had that phenomenal AFL performance, I don't think we're going to find him in a, in a top 100 prospect ranking. But, of course, MLB.com always does a top 30 prospect ranking for every single team in Major League Baseball. And I think we're going to find Liam Hicks somewhere on that list. So looking forward to that. I uh, can't wait to follow what he does in spring training with the Rangers. Let's step aside. Uh, we need to take a, a break. Right Fiber Hotline open during the break, 870-930-3776. Uh, we'll get caught up on the, the coaching carousel when we return here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation introduces the 2024 Duck Classic Youth Open, an open-style duck hunting competition for kids 15 and under on Saturday, February 3rd. Winning team will receive four lifetime hunting licenses courtesy of AGFC Foundation. Sign up now at DuckClassic.com for the 2024 Duck Classic Youth Open. Sponsored by DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro AMP Commission, Refuge Calls, KAIT, Delta Risk Management, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Celebrate with new furniture and new adventures during Gamble Homes New Year's Sale. Get comfort, style, and incredible savings now. Whether it's a cozy sofa, a plush recliner, or a dreamy mattress, it's all on sale and no sales tax. At Gamble Home, your purchase could earn you up to a four-night hotel stay for free. Imagine unwinding in luxury courtesy of Gamble Home. Shop Gamble Home for new furniture and enjoy new adventures during the New Year's Sale at Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and on Highland in the Uptown. Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. 
It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo Sunday, January 28th from 11 until 4 at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. My grandpa Lou is the reason why my dad and I started racing, and I'm really proud to follow on his tracks. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. I've learned a lot on this journey with my grandpa Lou, and the memories of my grandpa will always be with me. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Talking about Alzheimer's can be really tough, but if you notice something, have a conversation with your loved one. Encourage them to see a doctor or offer to go with them. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. The Alzheimer's Association provides care, support, and research to help you take control of the situation with your family and manage the disease together. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Uh, Coaching Carousel News. Not head coaching carousel news for Arkansas State but some coaching news mentioned this earlier that linebackers coach John Shalala is departing to enter private business he's going to be replaced by Will Wyndham from South Alabama uh, to coach linebackers so of course Wyndham uh, was there working under Kane Womack Kane Womack is gone as he is now the defensive coordinator at Alabama. And so there's been a trickle-down impact uh, with, with that with a few different familiar names. Did see today that it looks like strength and conditioning coach Matt Shadid is departing South Alabama to head to Alabama. Uh, good for him, man. He, he was great at his job in Jonesboro. So I think that's a great hire for him. Uh, but there just continued to be all kinds of ripple effects from all over the place due to Nick Saban's retirement and departure from Alabama there have been you know a boatload of players from the Crimson Tide that have hit the portal since that news came out uh, gosh last week was it last Thursday somewhere in that neighborhood last Wednesday that Nick Saban retired and of course when a coach departs players then have 30 days to be able to enter the portal and so a lot of Alabama players have done that. You know, Caden Proctor, their starting left tackle, who's a little bit of a familiar name here because he made a uh, on-campus visit to Arkansas State back in 2022 that summer to hang out with former high school teammate Jackson Daly. He's in the portal. Uh, so many other players have got a, a, a high-profile defensive back. They've got a quarterback that's important that they were counting on for the future. All, all of these guys are in the portal. And I'm... I'm a little bit miffed about it, to be honest with you. Not not that the players are entering the portal. I, I, I get it. 
I get it. They've had a, a big change in leadership. They don't know what's next for their future. They're, they're seeing what else is out there. I get it. I get it. Not, not miffed at the players. But it's like nationally, all of these sports writers are just now learning that there is change and adversity in college athletics. If I see another poor Alabama article on my social media feed, I might throw my laptop out a window. It is driving me insane right now. I have seen so many articles with national sports writers that are up in their feelings about what is going on at Alabama and Arizona and Washington. While these same changes go on at group of five institutions literally every year. Every year there is significant roster turnover and or coaching turnover. It's never at a good time. And, and I'm really just, I'm so irritated at these articles because they are just so concerned about the future and the legacy of the Alabama program. Well, there are still student-athletes right now at Buffalo and San Jose State that don't even have a coach. They don't have a coach. They, have, they don't know what's going on next with their program. Their, their deadline to probably add or drop classes or move to a different program is probably coming up on Monday, and they don't know who the leader of their program is going to be. It's, it's so ridiculous. Cry, <laughs> cry me a river about, about the Crimson Tide. Man, that, that is literally the one constant right now in college athletics is that there will be change. That, that's it. Change is going to happen. Whether that is change in, in the overall rules and regulations of the sport, whether that is change in, in some of the on-field rules that dictate the way the game is played, whether that is, is change in administration or change in, in coaching or change in roster. That, it's the one thing you can count on. I, I'm not sure why people thought Nick Saban was going to coach forever. D- did they think? he was going to coach until he died and then be like reanimated as a hologram to continue to recruit and be on the sideline. It, it's just, it's drive. It's driving me insane. Absolutely driving me insane. Hat tip Ryan on Twitter. Who says, who cares about group of five schools? Clearly you do if you took out the you took time out of your day to send that tweet. It says more about you than it does about what I'm saying. But uh yeah. That's uh that's what's been going on lately on social media. Driving me a little bit up a wall. Appreciate you all listening to me rant about it for just a moment. Uh, one other quick note that I want to compl- completely switch in gears here for just a moment. Because I actually just saw this. I thought it was an interesting story. It's not at all football related. Not at all Alabama related. But I saw a, an interesting transfer story for Arkansas State Volleyball. Ryan, if you're still listening, you're going to love this. I bet you're all in on some A-State Volleyball. The Red Wolves have brought in a former Marion standout. 
Deidreana Kale has committed to the Red Wolves. She was a two-time All-OVC selection. And yes, Kale and Arkansas State are already familiar names. She's, she's a younger sister of A-State baseball's Daedric Kale. So a cool storyline there is Coach Brian Gerwig adds to his program. I just thought that was a fun note, having a couple of Kales on campus for A-State Athletics. A reminder that if you want a great way to help A-State Athletics and community programs, you can when you donate to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, plus exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Let us step aside for a break. Phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776. I'm going to dive back into some playoff talk. Excited for that this weekend. We'll do that when we return here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. A-State plays at Texas State Saturday with the women's game at 2 on the Ticket Radio Network and the men's game at 415 on 1079 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball is brought to you in part by Centennial Bank, Arkansas State University, More Air Conditioning, Nebo Auto Center, Dirksen Hospice, Silver Line Trailers, Domino's Pizza, Mr. T's, You Break I Fix, Jim's Pawn Shop, Calmer Solutions, Poinsett Turfgrass Company, Farmers and Merchants Bank, First Quality Roofing, Purcell Tire and Service Center, NEA Home Improvement, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Members and guests. Get ready to spice up your week at Salsa's Grill. Gather your friends and family and head to Salsa's with happy hour every day from 3 to 7. Plus, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday with their mouth-watering hard shell tacos, just 99 cents. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. It's your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times at Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Hello everyone, at George Kell Motors we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford, formerly Harris Ford. We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com. What's one of your favorite memories? Hmm, let's see. Well, there was this one time I went snorkeling in the Caribbean when I was a kid. It really just blew my mind. I mean, when you're sitting on the beach, it's so peaceful, and you sort of forget there's a whole other world under there, just full of all kinds of life. We saw the most beautiful corals. I remember thinking they were waving at us as they moved with the ocean. And then there were all these amazing fish. They kind of reminded me of tropical birds. They were so bright and colorful, just darting all over the place like birds in the sky. I'll never forget it. It completely changed the way I look at the ocean. 
Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. While serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. The fighting was so intense, the medevac chopper was barely able to land. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and talk with kids about dealing with life's struggles. I tell them, with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. I know that some struggles are big and some are small, but they're all struggles, and you have to learn to get through them. With support from DAV, more veterans like me can live their best life. And as a new father, I have one more reason to keep on keeping on. My victory is being there for the next generation. Adam Alexander, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 870-930-3776. The number to call the Ride Fiber Hotline. We're asking you today for our CavanaughCars.com question. What are you excited to watch this weekend? It's going to be another cold Saturday and Sunday. Sunday warming up a tiny bit. And then next week, next Monday, is when there's actual you know warmth That will be in northeast Arkansas. Of course, as we look ahead even further into the forecast. We'll get into some days next week where the highs are in the low 50s. So it's going to warm up quite a bit. But tomorrow's not going to be that day. Tomorrow is a great day to stay home on the couch because we're looking at another day where the high is 20. Uh, Right now in Jonesboro, it's 25, although it feels like 13 degrees. So I know I'm not exactly going to be rushing out to run some errands after work and uh, glad that it's going to be warming up next week. But that means it's a perfect weekend to to stay inside and watch football. Uh, Right now, 52% of you on our poll question, you say the NFL is uh, what you're most looking forward to watching this weekend. And and I hope, uh, certainly hoping for some good games. Again, no real rooting interest, but... There's some big lines uh, for those Friday games. Both the Niners and the Ravens are favored by nine and a half points. And I kind of like the Niners to cover. The Packers have been a fun story this season. You know, moving on from the Aaron Rodgers era, what would they look like? Uh, What would Jordan Love look like there in Green Bay? And it certainly looked like at the beginning of the year that that. Maybe it was not the best of decisions for the Packers to uh, break up with Aaron Rodgers because they started two and five, and you didn't know if Love was the guy. You, you just, it just, there's not a lot of good vibes coming out of Green Bay at the beginning of the season. And the next thing you know, it's a ten and eight Packer squad that's that's made the playoffs. So they were able to go out and go 7-3, and three, if my math is correct, in the final 10 games of the season. And Jordan Love looked very, very good against the Cowboys. Now, 
there's a pretty big step up from facing the Cowboys to facing the 49ers. 49ers are the best team left standing in the NFC, right? Like the the Packers are the the plucky underdogs and and then you got, you know, the Lions that have this great story with trying to trying to erase all these years of fertility and and there's a lot of playoff experience at Tampa Bay, but like it's 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 the Niners. Because there's so many different things that that they do well. Uh, especially with their ground game. Christian McCaffrey turns out is still really good. <laughs> and what's really helped them do so well on the ground is is not just those churn it out yards, but no NFL team had more running plays of ten or more yards than San Francisco. The Packers They struggled to, to wrap it up. They ranked 29th in rushing yards after contact. 23rd in yards allowed per rush. Obviously, not everything is played on paper. But the Niners are just a better team here. On paper and the eye test and, and everything else. It would be a really, really stunning upset. Not only for the Niners to lose this week to the Packers, but for the Niners to not make it to the Super Bowl. Now, crazy things could happen, and I guess if Love goes out and plays, you know, the best game of his of his life, um, I would say the best game of his career, but it's a short career so far. We haven't seen a ton of Jordan Love, so obviously it would have to be. I mean, I guess it's possible that the Packers could pull off the upset. But again, I would just find that to be stunning. Absolutely stunning for that to happen. Uh, that is the second overall game on the slate. That kicks off at 6.15. Excuse me, 7.15. Some days I'm still learning about time zones. 7.15 on Fox uh, tomorrow night. And then the first game on the Sunday slate at 2 is also an NFC game, and that's Buccaneers at Lions. Lions favored pretty heavily in that one as well, six and a half points. So the only game where there's where where the the spread is like less than a touchdown is that Chiefs and Bills game, where Buffalo is just favored by three. But uh, but that being said, you know I, I've I've liked keeping tabs on the Lions this year. There are just some fan bases that you look at and you're like, man, there. But for the grace of God, go I. <laughs> How do you how do you deal with the lifetime of being a Lions fan? Uh, it it cannot be enjoyable. Didn't have a playoff win since 1992. Have not won multiple games in a postseason since 1957. And now, of course, they're hosting back to back home games. And obviously, Detroit is just electric right now in the way those fans have been out to support. And who knows how many more Eminem sightings we'll get <laughs> in this game coming up Sunday afternoon. The Lions have a good offense. It's not like they're completely operating on mojo. Uh, they, they've been able to have a good season. A very good season. You know, a 12-5 and record is, is certainly nothing to sneeze at. I think they'll be able to get it done against... Tampa Bay. Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a big factor there. But 
that should be a good one on Sunday. So again, uh, KavanaughCards.com question. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Is it the NFL? And if so, do you have a rooting interest? Now, in this area, it's kind of, obviously this area, there's a lot of Cowboys fans. Uh, in this area, there are a lot of Titans fans due to geography. Some of you uh, still Rams fans due to the years that they were in St. Louis. We've got some Saints fans. Uh, both some of you longtime Saints fans. Some of you because of uh, the Demario Davis Blake groupie tie. Some of you Razorback fans. You cheer for you know your alumni. So whatever team your guys are on, that's who you're pulling for. But I'm curious if there's one you know significant rooting interest in this area. Is it the Chiefs? That might be it. That might be the uh, the heart pick. I guess, in this part of the country with all of those other teams I just mentioned eliminated. But, I mean, I certainly certainly don't want to speak for you. <laughs> there's there's no telling. Hey, uh, I tell you what. Let us go ahead and step aside. We've got one more break that we need to work in today before we call it a wrap. Of course, we'll come back, take one last look at our com question. Check over any national storylines we've missed. See what else is coming up this weekend. And then we'll just call it a wrap after that. Keep it with us for more of the Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo is coming Sunday, January 28th. This is our 27th year for the Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, connecting over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, January 28th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. Kick off the new year in a new ride from Cavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Start the new year right in a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Now up to $10,000 off MSRP or up to $13,500 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ram 2500 Laramie or a new 2023 Dodge Hornet. Now only $31,988 plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee at Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or KavanaughCDJR.com. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, SilverlineTrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870-203-0000. Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer retailer. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best low terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. 
Now that I have your attention. Played Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Played Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Some things in life are just too important to chance. When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians and the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. When we walk, when we reach... When we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch for the day for the week. Here on the Workday Red Zone, appreciate everybody who has been along for the ride this week. Been a fun time. A lot going on this week. A lot of hoops that we've talked about. It's going to be a busy weekend coming up. And we've asked you today for our KavanaughCars.com question. What are you most looking forward to watching this week? And final poll results at Cabra underscore Richie. 53.3% of you looking forward to watching the NFL playoffs. 30% of you checking in on college hoops. 16.7% of you clicked on the always popular other although none of you elaborated on what that other is. Zero percent of you excited to watch the NBA this weekend. I'm a little, I'm a little surprised that zero percent. Thought it might get like one vote. That being said, I'll be honest with you, I'm not watching a ton of NBA right now. I'm terrified that every time I turn on a Grizzlies game, somebody else is going to get hurt. So I just, <laughs> I don't want to, I'm scared to watch. It's like sitting on your couch and you've got your hands over your face and you're peeking through your fingers to make sure nobody sprains an ankle or anything else with the Grizzlies right now. It is it is scary. That being said, they're going to be back at it tomorrow. Uh, they're going to play at 7 at Chicago. And since the women's game will be coming your way uh, in the early afternoon, that means we will have that game for you here on the ticket. Your pregame coverage will start at 6.30. And uh, that has been... Uh, looking at that one for the Grizzlies coming up. Of course, last night, Memphis was in action against Minnesota. Haven't fared very well this year against the Timberwolves. Of course, 
the Grizzlies being as shorthanded as they are, haven't fared too well against really anybody uh, so far this year because half the time they barely got enough bodies to suit up. But it was a 118-103 setback last night. So the Grizzlies are 0-3 at this point in time against Minnesota. The big story from that, there was a pretty cool dunk that Anthony Edwards did. It was it was like an alley-oop to himself, actually, is what it was. It was, it was It's actually a really good play. So I haven't seen that. If you haven't seen that yet, uh, even if you are a Grizzlies fan, I, and, and he did that against the Grizzlies, I'd check it out. It's, it's just, uh, it's really entertaining. He's a great player. So uh, that's, uh, again, coming up tomorrow, Grizzlies at Bulls. Uh, looking elsewhere at uh, some other sports headlines and news and notes before we wrap it up today, we do know our Super Bowl performers for 2024 and Reba McIntyre and Post Malone are headlining the pregame entertainment lineup. I am genuinely curious if before this news was announced yesterday, if Reba McIntyre and Post Malone had ever before been mentioned in the same sentence together. I'm going to go no. I don't know what the common tie-in would be there. But Reba's going to sing the national anthem. Post Malone is going to sing America the Beautiful. Again, that's just interesting. But that is, uh, that's who's going to be handling the pregame festivities along with Andre Day, who's going to sing Lift Every Voice and Sing. And then Usher will be the halftime performer. That's all right. Ryan, let's bring you into the conversation here because obviously you're a big music guy. Big, yeah. Sure. So, so we got Reba, Post Malone, mm-hmm. Andre Day, Usher. How do you size up the Super Bowl musical lineup? Uh, I think Usher was kind of a long time coming. Okay. If you look in the early 2000s, he was pretty prevalent at that time. I think I saw, because I do a lot of talking for Kiss, and that's mm-hmm. where a lot of pop music is usually played for EAB. A common gripe I saw on some websites is how in the world is Taylor Swift not – how was she not eligible this year? She's had a busy year too. Yeah. So Super Bowl, that's that's a bigger commitment. But that I think is in the near future. I read that it's some – there was something for a long time that it was like conflicting sponsorships with uh-huh. Taylor Swift that made it not work out. Also – to the best of my knowledge, and, and not that she needs the money or anybody no. who is that big needs the money, but I'm pretty sure Super Bowl performers don't get paid. Hmm. I w- I'm not aware of that. I'm not sure. I'll have to – we'll double check and follow up mm-hmm. on that story before we actually get to Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. But yeah. I've, I've seen that report before. And, again, Taylor Swift's not hurting from an usher's not hurting for money. No, they're uh, not. Reba, Post Malone, Andre Day, everybody's good. They're doing, everybody's they're good. doing well. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a, a kind of an odd lineup. In the Super Bowl, they, they've been known to do that before. I remember one year there was – it was like Beyonce and like Coldplay and Blue yeah. Mars. And it, <laughs> Even then, I was like, as a young guy, I was like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense in this lineup. But although I do really like Post Malone and Reba McIntyre, of course, is a a legend in the country music world. Yeah. It's, it is a bit of – and then you have Usher, who's – you know, I, I don't think he's as relevant as he used to be, but he certainly has – I think he's earned it to a degree. But I also um, think – so with the Super Bowl halftime show, it's always been performers that skew – to an older crowd, and I don't, I don't mean like, and, and when I say older, I just mean like not 
teenagers. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of marketing these days that's designed for, for people who are like 18 to 30. I feel like the Super Bowl tries to target viewership that is in their 30s and 40s. So yeah. you've got some different performers than you might see at, at other events. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Usher definitely had that prime time, and I think he'll put on a good performance. Um, I mean, personally, in my opinion, I don't know how explosive it would be, but I remember last year for the national anthem, Chris Stapleton sang that. Yeah. And he had football players out there crying. Because yeah. he was just that, he's just that good. I think that would be a really good one. Again, when they're doing Super Bowls, they're tr- they're always trying to match what happened in like the '90s with Michael Jackson and trying to capture what Prince did and yeah. stuff. And it's just not possible. It's it's just not going to happen. I agree. We're never going to have a national anthem that tops Whitney's or Whitney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're never going to have a halftime show that tops what Prince did. No, it's just it's it's too individualistic. It's too monumental, and yeah. it's just. It's not going to happen, but they can certainly try. Now, that being said, the 2022 halftime show is always going to have a special place in my heart. That was the one that was Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Oh, and yeah, Eminem, I totally Mary forgot Dan about Blige that. Yeah, Kim. that was great. I love that. Just because that, was, that was – that took me back to being early college mm-hmm. when I was young and cool and fun and awesome. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> – that was the soundtrack to my life at the Chateau apartment. And kind of a fun fact about that show, because I, for some reason, I love that show and I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Because I, I was thinking about last year, and last year was Rihanna, but um, who also did a pretty good job. Yeah. But yeah, I remember they it was inter- introduced when the show started because I was really excited about it because hip hop is one of my favorite genres of music. And Dr. Dre, they rise up with Snoop Dogg, and it's a lot of energy and stuff. There was. Again, it's kind of a fun fact. It never happened, obviously, but there was the possibility of they were going to get, like, a hologram of, like, Tupac or Biggie to do some of their songs. But instead, it ended up where Dr. Dre and Snoop just sang their – or rapped their songs, yeah. which is still cool. They got to do that because it, if it's a hip-hop show, you got to play some Tupac. But um, I thought that would have been really cool if they were able to pull that off. I got mixed feelings on holo- hologram performers. I don't know if I'm – I don't know if I'm there yet. Well, and the reason I, I also mentioned this is because it's been done before. Sure. There's, you know, I don't know um, if if y'all are all aware of this, but there is a one of the biggest music festivals ever is called Coachella in California. And Snoop Dogg one year was the headliner. And everyone was super excited because he doesn't do concerts all that often. I mean, Snoop Dogg does a bunch of stuff. He was in Fayetteville not too long ago at Raising Canes or something yeah. given out. He just does fun stuff like that. He doesn't do a lot of concerts, just big concerts, whatever. And he was the headliner, and they did a hologram of Tupac, and the crowd went wild. So maybe they just didn't want to rehash that. And like you, there are some people that just kind of mix feelings about it because yeah. it seems a little too performative. It's not authentic, really. But there were I heard there were talks about that for the Super Bowl, but they didn't do it, which it's, is all right. I'm not too upset about that. It, it was a still Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar all performing is – it's kind of hard to beat. We'll see if Usher is able to top that this year uh, when the Super Bowl comes our way. That's still a few weeks off, though. Yep. Playoffs tomorrow. Another week of playoffs. Well, we'll have conference finals next week to preview. Getting to the tail end of the football season. A little, little bittersweet, but uh, but that's all right. Definitely the tail end of today's Workday Red Zone. we got to wrap it up. We've got Dan Patrick on the way next. So that's going to be followed by The Drive. 
with Cade and West. Women's Hoops for you tomorrow, 1.30, is a pregame coverage for Arkansas State at Texas State. 2 o'clock is your tip-off time. Grizzlies Hoops tomorrow night. Have it back here on the ticket Monday morning at 7 a.m. For the front row with Bud and Randy, RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll be back for more of the Workday Red Zone Monday at noon. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. Sweet baby, I need friends.